Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human, here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Here with me at The Gentle Podcast, I have a very special guest, Katie Tankard. Welcome, Katie. Thank you, Rach. Katie is the owner of Thrive Fitness and Wellbeing. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's a personal trainer, a yoga teacher, a trained health coach, and she's here to talk about something that I'm personally really interested learning more about and something I think would benefit every woman and even men to understand as well is movement and aligning movement with our cycles. So before we get into that, Katie, do you want to share a little bit about your journey, your background, what you're doing now, and maybe your experience in line with what you're going to be talking about? Of course. So um, just a little bit of background on me is that um, I've been a personal trainer for nearly seven years, um, come December. Um, and I started off with just a couple of clients, um, sort of training outdoors initially, and then it grew and grew and I've, um, I'm just about to open a new location in town, which is very exciting, which will offer a few different modalities, um, sort of the perfect balance between, um, sort of your heavier weighted gym type workouts and your Pilates and then also some spin classes as well. Um, so I do sound a little bit run down today. I haven't been taking my own advice lately. Um, so yeah, that's very exciting. But the back in 2014, um, I actually had a personal trainer, an unofficial personal trainer um, myself. Who's, his name is Rod Sylvia. So he, um, his wife was Miss Universe Everything. And um, so he owned one of the very first gyms in Mildura, I think. Um, and so, yeah, he... Um, was training me one day and he noticed that I was a little bit weaker than usual and um, he outright asked me if I was on my moon cycle not in those terms but um, in a roundabout way and I was like oh my goodness how like how did you know and he's, he's trained some of the best bodybuilders all around the world so he knows the female body extremely well um, and he explained to me that we are actually 30% weaker during that time um, which was, yeah, so five years ago was the first that I'd ever heard of that because I was always just go, 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 no matter what time of the month it was. Um, I've always suffered really bad PMS. So um, my mood would, um, I'd go into almost like a, a very low mood, always a couple of days before my cycle would start. Um, and I'd been on the pill since I was 15. And Rod is one of the first people that um, he's very passionate about the topic of the pill. Actually, he was one of the first people to say to me to come off the pill, um, which I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving any medical advice, but um, so I did give that a go. And for two years, I actually had post pill amenorrhea, which is uh, where you don't get your cycle from coming off the pill because your body has to relearn um, what, what it's naturally meant to do so if you're interested in that all the pill and that sort of kind all that sort of stuff is um 
I'd read up on Natalie Kringrudis's blogs. She's incredible and has some great resources. Um, but in those two years, I actually developed um, polycystic ovary syndrome. So I had the scans done and um, I had PCOS. I'd put on quite a lot of weight um, and I went to the doctor to see what I could do about it. Um, they told me the only option was to go back on the pill. Um, and I was like, oh God, I don't feel comfortable for my body. I didn't feel comfortable doing that at the time. So I um, went to see my Ayurvedic doctor in Adelaide about it. Um, she gave me a heap of herbs, some castor oil, all sorts of things. And she said, do, do exactly this for two months. And um, I've still got it all written up on my computer, actually. Um, and so I followed her instructions for those two months. And she said, by the end of the two months, most likely my PCOS will be completely gone. Whereas the doctor had told me that it was incurable and you could only manage it through the pill, through using the pill. Um, and that was right. So I went and got my scans done by the same doctor again, and they were just mind blown um, that it had completely gone um, using non-Western medicine, which um, I'm not anti-Western medicine. I, I um, you know, we need morphine and all... all all those sorts of things um but yeah I just found like if it can be avoided there are other ways as well and and ever since then I've really tuned into my cycle I use the app and I recommend to all my clients to use the app clue which tracks your cycle um and I have you can actually set it so that it has little notifications like you're going into your fertile phase now um and or like you're um you're three days away from starting your period um and that has really helped me, especially with my PMS and also choosing what types of exercise I do. So the days leading up to your cycle are when you want to be a little bit more gentle with your body. Um, you might feel a bit bloated and it's funny, even I look in the mirror, um, maybe probably four, four days before my cycle starts and you just have... I think it's comforting to know that we all get it. And we have all have a bit of body dysmorphia looking in the mirror. Um, and you just have that, I don't know, bloated, puffy feeling. Um, and then I'll be really hard on myself. And then my app notification will pop up and I'll be like, oh, that's why it's coming into that time. Going to be a little bit gentler with myself. So I might not lift as heavy. I definitely avoid cardio and high intensity workouts for those few days um, and switch to more Pilates, yoga, walking um and I I still do like to lift weights just not not as heavy (coughs) sorry um so and then once your cycle comes um it is yeah so for the first day or two it is good to still exercise a lot of people use it as an excuse not to but um back pain is very common around our cycles as well so um it can help it can actually help relieve your back pain by keeping on moving um, increasing your circulation um, and that sort of thing as well yeah yeah so much information and good things in that it's really interesting that us being 30% weaker when we're on our periods because in this world we are it is such an expectation to just be consistent and to mm-hmm. keep going and maybe it's because of like the dominant masculine systems that maybe they don't really understand the energy dips that women do go through at certain times and I've definitely heard comments like 
um, you know, at the moment, there's a bit of controversy around should women get an extra day sick leave or period mm-hmm. leave, whatever the name is. Didn't they do that in Finland? And yeah, in like so many European countries, it's just like not even questioned. It's, I wish we had that. <laughs> yeah, and like there's, I see so many men commenting like, oh, all girls have their period, suck it up, just like it's not impacting mm. you. Um, but yeah, it's actually proven that it does have an impact mentally but also on our physical oh, body our hormones as well. control everything yeah yes. yeah mm. so with you were talking about changing the way that you're moving in certain stages yes um or phases whatever yeah. the technical word is so in like your gym program mm-hmm. so you have like a six-day program where it's kind of set what's going to be happening on every day. So yes. people that are going to your classes mm-hmm. every day or most days every week, how can they adjust their program? And not just with yours, but I find that when people go to the gym, they kind of do the same thing mm-hmm. or they think they need to do the same thing every mm-hmm. like day of the week or whenever they go. So yeah. what specifically can people adjust? And especially if they're in a class with like, a set program mm. so in a yoga class we should never put our legs up the wall when we are on our cycle or yeah. pregnant um, um apparently so it's a quite an ayurvedic thing it creates um what's it? uh armor armor it is yeah. um which is toxins so yeah. it creates toxins in your body when you are on your cycle and you put your legs up the wall mm-hmm. um so I, I really appreciate when people when my clients do tell me when they are on their cycle um yeah. And then, but otherwise, most of the postures actually can help alleviate back pain and cramps. Mm-hmm. Um, in a weights class, they're usually okay. I might just encourage them to go a little bit lighter, um, and I encourage them to avoid running. And n- maybe they can go on the rower, but not at max effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. And so I really do encourage everyone to let me know when they are on their cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. can be scaled too to the individual even because in our classes there's never usually more than 10 people yeah yeah and with the kind of hip more cardio heavy classes should they just be avoided altogether no um absolutely not like uh, it's depend depending on how they're feeling but um that can still all be scaled so um if they tell me before the class i'll say i'll just give them their alternatives there and then so instead Mm -hmm. of box jumps you're doing step ups just go light on the rower just keep it 50 rpm on the salt bike um and that gives them level so they're not tempted to go any harder than yeah. what i've recommended yeah yeah and i love that that's the kind of personal training you are that actually lets people tune into their own body because there's so many trainers that are just like go hard go Hardcore. hard like, go as no. hard as you can and it's not always the best thing for us to go as hard as we can in no. every moment no we'll burn out absolutely yeah um, especially with high intensity training, especially for our hormones, I don't believe it should go over 30, 35 minutes, yeah. which is why in our hit classes, they go for about 40, 45, but that includes a warm up and quite a long cool down as well. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Stretching yeah. is my favorite part. You, yeah. If you did hit yeah. every day, you would burn out within a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 And especially if our hormones are already out of balance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit more about like each phase and so if we're 30% weaker during our period, is there a time when we're like our most strongest? And, yes. And, yeah. So post ovulation, um, is when we are 
our most productive and you can actually it's really funny I you can really feel it um I'm not sure if anyone listening has experienced those little cramps I can I can usually tell before the app notifies me that I'm ovulating um that yeah that it's happening but you get sort of a bit more of a burst of energy um and you're you're, yeah that is the time to schedule your social outings as well um and go a little bit harder and heavier in your workouts yep so that is the time we are at our absolute peak strongest yep yeah yeah what about throughout the rest of the month is there any yeah so anything of importance to note so the lead up um and the and then during um, the initial phase so during your period usually days one to seven depending on how how long your cycle lasts um and then um the phase after your cycle um your body prefers to burn fat as its fuel source and your estrogen levels will rise um and you will your energy will begin to pick up a little bit more yeah. but um and it sl- gradually increases as until you get to the post ovulation yep yeah 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 so this is all kind of assuming you're on and like a regular cycle and then if you're yes. not then there might be some other hormone some other issues and especially if you're into. on the pill this some of this may not apply to you yeah um because i'm pretty sure how the pill works is that it's actually not a real period yeah. Is that correct? That's that it's right. a forced bleed. That's my understanding, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure how all of this applies with yeah. and actually any form of hormonal contraception. Yeah. Yeah. I think that some of um, Dr. Libby Weaver's books are really good talking about the science behind what the pill is actually doing. And I think it creates synthetic hormones. But yeah, we're both not doctors. So no. <laughs> so get some advice. If, Absolutely. Um, if, your, if your cycle isn't regular. Yeah. Um. So just another interesting yeah. fact, though, um, in Natalie Kringudis' stuff, she does say that it is a carcinogen, yeah. which means even by the WHO, the World Health Organization, it is labelled a carcinogen, which means it can cause cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just so crazy with, like, how it's just assumed to be the natural thing mm. or the common The thing. go-to. I think I was yeah. put on it when I was 15 for acne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. A bit, bit yeah. of a band-aid rather than... And at that time, I wasn't very healthy, so it was a bit too hard for them to probably say, eat well and exercise, and yeah, yeah who knows. Yeah. So something you've already talked about a little is tracking your cycle yes. with the app that you mentioned. And there's so many apps. If you just look it up in your app store, heaps will come up. So when we start to track, that's when we can bring that awareness into what's coming up, what phase we're in exactly and we can adjust what we're doing to actually feel good for us instead of forcing ourselves to do something and then feeling bad when you know we're not lifting as heavy as we did last week and yes yeah absolutely and um yeah yeah exactly right yep and um just really tuning in and learning 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 that as well um you can actually sync your cycle as well with the moon which i'm sure you probably know a little bit about yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. traditionally women all had their period with the new moon. New moon, yeah. Which is just crazy to think, like, the millions of women all over the world yeah. were synced with the moon. But now because we don't spend enough time under the moon and stresses and all of that. Environmental factors, yeah. yeah. 
So, and that's why sometimes it said that women living together kind of sync. Sync, yeah. Because they're in the same energy. So, wow. Yeah, it's yep. really interesting. And the moon can amplify the energy of our cycle in yep. what stage we're in as well. So, yes, yeah, cool. track the moon and your cycle. Yeah. And your emotions. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, yes. I was just thinking with all this talk of the pill, I would yeah. hate for someone to get off the pill and then get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. um, there are non-hormonal um, forms of contraception. There is actually the diaphragm, which um, I think it's quite a shame. You can't actually get them from your doctor or obstetricians. They don't sell them. I don't know why, yeah. um, but you can get them online. And um, that is like the female version of a condom. But yeah, um, yeah so obviously it doesn't protect you against STDs. But um, yeah, the diaphragm, the good old, I think it's pretty old school method, but I don't yeah. see anything wrong with it. It's, I think it's more effective than the pill as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, the pill, yeah, it's convenient to not get pregnant. But yeah. then it's just we need to be mindful and aware of all the hormonal issues that it's having yes the effect it's having on us as well absolutely yeah 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 okay so do you want to talk a little bit more about movement in general why do you think everyone should move every day yes absolutely so movement is a lot of people struggle to find the discipline to move um their bodies daily which in my eyes this might sound a little bit harsh but it shouldn't be a question like every day every human that has two legs and two arms should wake up and be how can I move my body today in a way that I love and enjoy um because it is absolutely integral just it helps release and not only helps you physically but helps release negative energy um and it is the most underutilized antidepressant so that all the happy brain chemicals your endorphins your serotonin um, it just puts you on a high if you start your day with it or even if you've had a stressful day and go do some boxing or a leg day session or or you know when you need your gentler sessions for yoga um, it just makes you feel a thousand times better so um, yeah it's yeah it's integral and it is essential yeah, yeah. I love how you worded it to um, ask yourself how can I move in a way that I love yeah so for someone that's a little disconnected from moving their body every day or someone that's going to the gym out of force, mm-hmm. how can you start to find how you actually love to move your body or how can you start to enjoy it again? I would start by writing a list of 10 ways, 10 possible ways that you could move your body mm-hmm. and spend a month and try them all. Yeah. Yeah. And if you try one, like give them a couple of goes. Yeah. Whether it is walking, bike riding, trying a, cl- a small group class or a, yeah. a, a big group fitness class, I'd um, write down a list and give them all a go. Yeah. And yeah. it can even be like dancing, hiking. Like exactly. It doesn't need to be in a gym lifting weights. That's right. Yeah. 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 Pilates, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other advice or insights into movement? Or anything you'd like to share? Hmm. Um, I just, for those who, I've been getting a lot of clients lately, a lot of women that have never actually exercised in their, in their 30s. And I just think they are incredible. They're like good on them. And they're coming to me. They've, they've never done a squat or a lunge before. And their, their goal is to 
work their way into the small group classes which is great um so i have currently been offering some private sessions and they're just very grateful for that to build up their confidence and learn all the foundations and the basics so that they can go into a small group class and not hurt themselves and not yeah. feel anxious i it's only the last few weeks actually i've had quite a few women with the same issues and um never realized how anxiety fueled they that coming to a class can make you um yeah. it's never really crossed my mind i guess because i was brought up around exercise and yeah. um, was surrounded by it it was just it was just the norm but um so yeah it's and it is never too late ever yeah yeah definitely and we can have so much fear of like being judged or yeah. not doing things properly but when you're in a group class and especially classes like yours that are like small and welcoming no one is looking at you thinking you're not doing that squat properly like, not at there's all there's only love and encouragement we there's have no judgment yeah and that's what and there's no clicks so that's what i love about it so much is we have athletes we have local basketball players um mm. local uh, like some of the best netballers in in Samraja training with us and then we have complete beginners but they, the groups are so small that I can scale um like for example Amanda Hedricks I you know I, I might give her a few extra reps here or there and she she yeah. knows her limits so she'll lift as heavy as she likes and then a complete mm-hmm. beginner might just be body weight for the first few weeks yeah um just to master all the movements yeah, yeah. amazing and I'm just thinking back to kind of like my journey of training with you and I remember like I think it was like three, three and a half years ago, I started just coming to those Monday night classes you used to do. That was like yoga, Pilates kind of. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And I did like one class a week just doing that for, I think it was like six months to a year, maybe. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm going to do the weight classes. And I did like three or four classes a week. And I personally love the group classes and I never really saw the value in one-on-one because I just thought I'm not going to get more out of being one-on-one. Yes. But then earlier this year, I kind of went through a phase where I just didn't exercise at all. Um, Like that's a long story in itself, but I felt like I just really needed that one-on-one support. Yes. And then that's when I started seeing you again. Eased your way back in. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm doing like five or six group classes a week. And you're consistent. Yeah, that was my goal to show up to every class. Yeah. So we can kind of go in ebbs and flows of what kind of movement we like. For a long time, I was only doing Pilates like two or three times a week um, for like three months earlier this year. And then I was seeing you and now I'm back into kind of every style. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's really important to listen to our body and what it needs at certain times. Yes, that's so right. To keep moving. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. yeah you're a wealth of knowledge as well with all of this but yeah yeah oh the biggest thing I love about you is that you're such a wealth of knowledge you're you're continuously learning and continuously putting new things yeah um, into your classes yeah yeah. I think that's the passion coming through (laughs) okay if you could just share to wrap us up if you could only share one thing the last thing you had to ever share on earth to inspire people to whether it's keep moving or do whatever you think is most important, what would it be? Hmm. I just, take a second. Yeah, I know one that already has popped straight to my head is yeah. if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So, and that yeah. goes for movement, but also mm-hmm. just things in life as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like the universe is always testing us and if we can get keep getting through the hard bits and it's elevating us to that next level of 
yeah. success in whatever way you define success or, um, you know, whether it's relationships or um, business and that sort of thing, career. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. that. If it's not challenging you, it won't change you. Yes. Yeah. And we don't need to do all the challenges at once. We no. can take on one at a time. Yeah. And I think that comes down to like the gentle action. We don't need to change our entire life. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. I got so much out of that and I'm sure everyone listening learned at least one thing new. So no, thank, thank you so you. much. I'm very grateful. Here. Thanks, Rach. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.